0: If people with borderline personality disorder need love and being loved, why do they push away their partners? Maybe we'll get a little insight in this edition of My Inner Torch. Well, that's always a conundrum and that's always something I've wondered. You know, there are books out there, I Hate You, But Don't Leave Me. I can't remember if that's exactly the title of the book, I Hate You, But Don't Leave Me. It's that push-pull uh, effect that borderlines do the the testing we, I talked about this in my last podcast. I teased it a little bit and we're going to talk about it today about this, this testing that we go through when we're involved in a relationship with a borderline, the, the testing, the, the, the prodding, the, okay, I guess you don't like me type of thing. The thought grenades that they throw out there and to, to kind of see whether or not you're loving them, you're still in their court. You still want to be with them. What we've talked about, and I think the the major theme that you're going to see with most of these podcasts of My Inner Torch is the difficulty that we encounter in trying to maintain some sense of normality in our relationships with the borderline, because that can't be done. It's an oxymoron normal and borderline don't go together it's a dysfunctional relationship and again a lot of people i've read a lot of a lot of research and i've le- read a lot of postings where borderlines come on and they say you know with therapy i can i can have a relationship i don't know if i really buy that you know it's it's it has to be ongoing because therapy is going to kind of <clears throat> i guess keep them feeling like they can that, 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 that therapy in and of itself is 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 kind of a crutch because most of us most of us non's out there can maintain a normal relationship or at least so I would like to think but a borderline can't a borderline is always testing the waters so here's a statement from a borderline who actually put up that that posting again that I found interesting simply because we were programmed as kids that we are bad, worthless, unlovable, and sometimes horrible people, we feel we don't deserve you. Sometimes we test you. I tested someone by abandoning them, and it was one of the worst things I've ever done. I did a horrible mistake and hurt her badly. I pushed her away because she seemed nearly perfect to me, and my head just can't stop telling me that I don't deserve her. It's my BPD. It doesn't just happen with her. It will probably happen with whomever I will idolize again or idealize again. Testing is something people with borderline personality do. And no matter how many tests you pass, you will fail one or we will fail you. When people with borderline personality disorder aren't treated, you really can't have a healthy relationship with us. Well, the problem is, is that most borderlines don't realize that they have a problem. Okay. And if they do, they have to want to be treated. They have to want to have dialectical behavioral therapy or be in the company of a therapist. And they have to not be willing. They have to be willing and open-minded to change their pattern of thinking and not necessarily yours. Because if you think about it, that's what we're doing. This is why you're listening to this podcast. You're trying to figure out how to deal with somebody with borderline personality disorder. And the thing is, is that you know, they will throw out all those tests and eventually he's so right in saying this, you will fail a test. Okay. One of the tests you will fail, you will end up essentially uh, being split by them. They will then think of you. They will think of you very poorly and they will lose faith in you. So, It is sad because with borderline personality disorder, it is a condition that I think it's not something that's genetic. I don't think it's in somebody's DNA, but it's behavioral. It's how your borderline was raised, how their parents raised them. Did they have borderline personality disorder? Some of them do. Were they narcissists? Do they have NPD? You know, there's a lot of lot of stuff that can go on when you're when you're, you know, growing up. And I know that my wife had a challenging upbringing and I can see in the way that she talks about her upbringing, a lot of stuff she doesn't tell me. But the things that she has told me makes me go, okay, now I get it. I can see why perhaps she behaves the way that she does. It's very, very sad. So is borderline personality disorder. Somebody's response to the environment that they grow up in? Yes, I believe it probably is. And then are they emotionally retarded? And that's not meant to be a nasty statement. Retarded being that they are not allowed to emotionally develop. They get stuck. They might develop the emotional maturity of a six-year-old or a five-year-old or maybe a seven-year-old, but they don't handle things well. They act out. They rage. So sometimes, and I've talked about this in my previous podcast, you will look at your your borderline and go, they're not acting, they're acting like a child because they are. They can't process emotions the way that we do, okay? And I think that's a very hard thing to accept because a lot of times the trap that I fall into is that I feel like I'm dealing with somebody who has normal emotions and they don't, they don't, and they will respond in negative infantile ways. So you have to ask yourself, you love this person. Why are they pushing you away? Why do they push you away? It is a test. There are so many tests. I call them thought grenades. You know, my wife will throw out some thought grenades and you have to be very careful that you don't let it explode. You have to be very careful how you respond It's Walking on Eggshells, another fantastic book out there on how to deal with somebody with borderline personality disorder. Really, you have to be very careful as you navigate the emotional waters, and they can get very choppy. They can get very stormy, okay? The waves can be very, very high that you have to kind of take your little ship and sail through some very, very choppy waters. It's very difficult. So I've always wondered why... If somebody wants to be loved, they push you away. Well, maybe they want to be loved but they're scared at the consequences of being loved. They feel vulnerable. And so they push you away. It's precisely the opposite of what they want. But that's I guess their their natural thing. I mean, my wife was constantly ending our relationship up until just a few years ago. It was constant. Because there had to be an end. It wasn't going to last. I was, I had to leave because that's what people do. It's like a play that is written and, you know, the final act comes, the curtain comes down and that person leaves because that's inherently what they believe is going to happen. So that's the script we're working with. And that's what we're constantly having to fight against the inevitable end of the relationship. And this goes back to another podcast I did of BPD, those who say, and those who do. Some people with borderline personality disorder leave the relationship. They just up and go. And then they start another relationship because it's got to play out the same way. But it's now with somebody new. Okay. Now it's, it's going to go through the same cycle, the same script, the same movie, just a different leading man or woman. And there are those who do that. There are those with BPD who do. And then there are those who don't. There are those who threaten it. There are those who say they're going to, but they don't. It's that push-pull. I hate you, but don't leave me. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's challenging. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Your comments, thoughts, and suggestions are always welcome. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. New podcasts are posted every Friday. As we continue our journey together in trying to understand the borderline. And there are so many different facets, so many different pieces of the puzzle that I probably could make a hundred or 200 podcasts. And these podcasts are based on experience. This is not book knowledge necessarily. This is living it every single day. That's the root and reason of this podcast. That's why I do this podcast for the benefit of others who may not be at the stage of where I am at, where I understand A lot more than perhaps other people that are just getting into a relationship with someone they suspect has BPD or someone they know has BPD. And those people who have been in marriages and relationships, but don't understand it, they're still in a fog because that's what it is. It's a fog. The fog is lifted for me. I see things for what they are. I'm not necessarily thrilled that I do see them for what they are, but I continue to understand And that's what I want all of you to do. That's what I want you to do. And I want more than anything for you to understand your value, your purpose. And I want you to understand that what you're doing is not easy because I'm doing it too. And I wish you luck in your journey. And I wish you the stamina that you need because you do need it. You're going to be in the push pull when you're dealing with a borderline. One minute, they're going to hold you close, and the next minute they're going to cast you aside. They're going to go no contact. They may disappear, they may ghost you, and you're going to be left thinking, "What did I do? Was it me?" But it probably wasn't. That's the difference. My at gmail.com, I welcome your emails, I welcome your comments and I welcome your suggestions. I appreciate you helping grow this podcast, spread the word to anybody else who may be going through the same things that we're going through. And I say to you, be well, and in whatever you do, be good. Till next time, this has been my Inner Torch.